0: You're listening to the Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of The Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. If you are listening to this on your favorite listening platform, it is another video podcast. Head on over to my YouTube channel and join me there. All right. What is in your mug today? I have been trying to bump up my water intake. So we got the brew made on deck and some ice cold water. Y'all, y'all that struggle with getting your water in, First of all, I'd be having my water and my coffee side by side. Second of all, what you might want to do is get you, you don't even need one of those ones that's like drink up, drink up, drink up unless you like that. But if you're trying to get your water in, you can do something like this. This is a 22 ounce brew and I just fill this up five times, which might sound like a lot, five times throughout the day to meet my water goal. I try to drink my first cup of water or my first one of these when I'm dry. Dropping off my kids, my second cup by my first or second appointment in the morning, third cup at lunch, and then, you know, just filter it on. But that is how you can get your water up. And if you like ice cold water, then this is the way to go. Like get you a roommate or a Stanley if that's what y'all want to do or a LO from Target get you a stainless steel water cup though one that will keep it cold for you during the day so that's what I got in my mug what do you have in your mug I know around this time of year is when everybody wants to get even more serious about their fitness goals or goals that you've made just in general and I know that because the parking lot at the gym been crowded okay it's been so annoying trying to find a parking spot but Anyway, transitioning from one quarter to the next is or can be a little bit rocky especially if you don't plan for the following quarter sometimes like in communities of color and specifically impoverished communities we don't necessarily consider how to plan for the quarter or the year or whatever and i'm not saying everybody in you know that setting or socioeconomic status thinks that way but i think generally speaking that's not something that is t- hot because you're more focused on survival. But if you can make it out of survival mode and you start to make the transition to thinking about your life from like a bird's eye view to hone in on the goal, then that is where you discover that you need life systems, life systems, life strategies. Around this time of year, when you transition from quarter one plan to quarter two Maybe you met your quarter one goals. Maybe you didn't. If you didn't, then you have to take them into quarter two. If you traveled, you know, it's spring break. All of those different things. I myself am, I am I think I'm just about recovered from the trip that I took. Um, but I took two big trips back to back. And for like a wife, a mom, a business owner, all of that, it was quite a bit of an adjustment leaving, but also coming back. So I felt completely tapped out. Okay, I felt tapped out when I got back. It was very hard. And I said to my friend, I was like, yo, there needs to be a YouTube video on how to travel as a business owner, as a wife, and as a mama. And those things, if you are not in either of those roles, you might not see that as like a major thing. But can I tell y'all, it's so much to arrange. It's so much to arrange ahead of time. After you get back, like it is so much. So, if y'all know a YouTube video where somebody's talking about that, please link it down below. Please tag me on social media. Please put me on game, okay? Otherwise, this episode is all about how to create life systems. I feel like I probably would not have been able to recover so quickly. And I'm using quickly, very loosely, air quotes for the listeners. I'm using quickly, very loosely, but I wouldn't have been able to recover so loosely if I did not have life strategies and systems. So the value that you get from getting back on track after a trip or a break or a complete collapse of your life, because let's be honest, life be life in, whether you know it or not, you do have life systems. You have things in place that you use and habits that you fall into regularly that you might not be aware of. So life strategies are your personal life management systems that are built on your personal values and your life principles and your priorities. So we have to start with your your values, then your principles, and then your priorities, and then your systems. So it matters because without life strategies, you feel like you are running from one issue to the next. Do you feel like that sometimes? You feel like, okay, this happened. And just when I get my head wrapped around this, boom, here's another shoe dropping. Oh. Okay, now I'm juggling those two things and then this one finally settles and that one I finally start to kind of figure out a solution and then boom, another thing drops in your lap. You feel like there's never enough hours in the day. This is why you need a system. This is why you need life strategies. You need to be able to build on the progress that you're making, and you need to be able to see the progress that you are making. But if you don't have a system or a way to measure your progress, then you feel like you're trapped in the same cycles. You feel like your life will never get better. You feel like you will forever mismanage money. You feel like you can never take a vacation. You feel like you're the only friend providing support because you don't have a way To measure the progress so if you follow my youtube channel if you follow me on social media you know that we have talked about we are always doing work in the four domains mental physical spiritual and financial and so these life systems these life strategies need to happen in all of these areas so let's talk about how to build life strategies again life strategies can be in any one of these domains and again you probably do have some life strategies already that you're using and you're not aware of Now I didn't say they were effective strategies but they probably exist <laughs> When you are building your life strategies, you might have some life strategies that overlap in the different domains, and that's okay. So here's some questions to get you started and some prompts to get you started with building your life strategies. One, we always start with your vision. I'm a vision architect, y'all. Yeah. We always start with your vision. What do you see your life looking like? And now I'm not talking about your extended vision, your far out goals. I'm talking about right now. What do you see? What is your life like right now? What needs to happen for you to get into your ideal state, your ideal routines? So for example, at this period of time in my life, I want to hone in on my routines. I want Uh, An amazing morning routine. I want to not be flying out the door to get the kids to school. I want a promotion at work, which means I want to show up to work looking really refined and good and dressing for the part that I want. I want to be able to eat a healthy meal. What is currently happening? Well, right now, I'm struggling to sleep at night. I'm struggling to get up in the morning. The kids are getting on my nerves, getting them out the door, and I'm showing up to work with my clothes not ironed. Okay, that's what we need to look at. What needs to happen to take you from barely sleeping at night or barely showing up in the morning and dragging out of bed To getting to that point where you're like, I'm feeling energized when I wake up. Is it a doctor's visit to make sure that nothing is medically going on with you and that's why you're struggling to sleep? Or is it just a matter of taking some melatonin and going to bed? What is it that prevents you from going to bed? What is it that you need to incorporate in your morning routine? Is your morning routine realistic? or is it not? You I have a template that I use inside of the accelerator and the visionary blueprint to help people ease into their morning routine, essentially ease into their day, have a system for waking up and for getting into your tasks. Because I don't know about you, but I don't like waking up. And as soon as I wake up, jumping into what I have to do. So you're thinking about Your immediate life, your immediate season, what is currently happening versus what would you like to happen and what the steps are in between to make it happen. And then you're going to ask yourself, what resources do you need to make this happen? So, again, going back to do you need to go to the doctor? Do you need to invest in an alarm clock? Do you need to maybe have your children ride the bus instead of you taking them to school? Do you need to invest in a new wardrobe so that you can show up? Like maybe the last time you bought new clothes was years ago. And maybe those old clothes don't fit your style anymore. What resources do you need to get to where you want to be? How will you measure your progress? That's the next question. How will you measure the progress of what you're doing? What is the evidence that your life strategy is actually working? Because we can say like, oh yeah, I implemented this or I do this morning routine or I do this or I do that. But what's the evidence? Are you waking up feeling more refreshed? Are your kids saying they had a softer morning that they're enjoying? Have you gotten compliments at work? Are you seeing your numbers go up at work? Are you being noticed by your boss? What is the evidence? What is the marker that you will use to measure your progress? That's what's important when you're building out your life system. And because I know you, I got you on some examples, okay? Because I hear you asking like, well, okay, that's cool, but Dr. Hood, how do we actually, I got you, I got you. Here's some examples of actual life strategies. And it's so simple. So I want you to really not overthink this. Financial, financial life strategy. And again, remember they can overlap in multiple areas. But for the purposes of this, we are gonna say that this one is financial. Ordering groceries online for pickup or doing a grocery delivery to help you stay on track if you know you tend to overspend when you go into stores. Continuing to work from home to save money on gas and food when your funds are low, if your job gives you that option, that's a life strategy. Budgeting in fun money or having sinking funds when you just wanna blow some money. So this way you're still functioning within a boundary. I'm not of the belief of having like such a tight, financial structure that you can't have fun. I build the fun into my budget. So those are some examples of like life systems or life strategies that you can implement to help you move further into your goal. Mental, starting a journaling practice. Oh my gosh, Y'all know I got a workshop on journaling. I could go in on journaling, but this episode, not about journaling. Journaling does so many things for you. It can help give you mental clarity. It can help you organize your ideas. It can help you develop life strategies It can help you determine what you need. I digress. Journaling practice. Building in brunches. I know this sounds funny, but brunches, aka time spent with your friends, Is amazing for mental wellness. But this means that you have to know what you need and what type of experience you are looking for from people. Spiritual, developing a prayer routine to keep you focused. You have to stay focused and having a habit of being regularly engaged with God, regularly seeking the Father for what you should do next is so important. Having quiet time in the morning before starting your day to regulate your emotions and to submit your worries to God. Physical life strategies or life systems, a laundry service or grocery service to save you time and energy. Yes, y'all, they are laundry services out there. One is called Sudshare, and I think they're as low as a dollar a pound and they pick up and drop off. You heard what I said, Sudshare look into it. Working out and moving your body so that you feel good. That is a life system or a life strategy because that can be dual purposes for the mental as well. House cleaning services, if you have a bum knee and you can't clean like you used to, or you're just getting house cleaning services to save you time and to generate peace. So those are the strategies that you need in place. I want you to know that it's easier than you think to transition to the life that you can't stop dreaming about. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Welcome back for another What I've Been Loving. This week goes out to my Samsung tablets. This is Bay. All the hopes and dreams are here. My planner. I even have a digital journal. So I have the physical journal, but I also have a digital journal. And I wish I could show y'all some stuff on here, but y'all be screenshotting so fast. Y'all be y'all be doing a lot in these internet streets. So I can't even, I ain't even gonna show you. But I've been loving my tablet because it definitely keeps me grounded because I do so many things on here. Like I love having a laptop, but um, being able to like plan out my day, plan out my meals, I can, I could tell y'all some of my go-to systems that keep me grounded. Notion is a go-to system. I do work stuff in there and I do personal stuff in there. So like I plan out all the podcast episodes. Sometimes y'all might see me looking off to the side and I'm reading like some notes that I might've made for the episode. So like for those life strategy examples, I was reading that in Notion. I use it, like I said, to journal. My planner is on here. Sometimes I'm watching a show. I got my Kindle on here. If I just happen to have this and my Kindle is like somewhere else and I don't want to go grab it, there's so many things. Okay. So I know that sometimes people who have Androids and Samsungs, (laughs) that's petty, but it's okay (laughs) because Samsung is a step above the average Android. Period. But I know sometimes you can see the iPad stuff and you tend to be like, oh my God, I want an iPad. Or you feel like I wish my tablet did that or my phone did that. It does do that. It does do that. I guarantee like... Samsung and Apple be neck and neck on what they be coming out with. And honestly, the companies play off of each other. Both of them have the exact same features, even if you don't know it yet. I'm telling you. And if they don't have it, then one of them is about to develop it. So you don't have to feel jealous of the iPad folks. And this right here, all those little pretty aesthetically pleasing things that you see people doing on iPads. You could do it on this too, girlfriend. So that's what I've been loving this week. How about you? If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your mama, share with your auntie, share with your best friend, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that's all I have for you this week. I'll see you out in these social media streets. Bye.